0: We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. I'm David Pumpkins!
1: Hey, it's Coolia if you don't know, and it is time for another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How is everybody? I hope everyone's doing good. Wellness check. Everyone doing good? Cool. If you're not doing good, then please have some time to rest. It has been a very trying week, and it's not over yet. But uh, one thing that we can be sure of is that it is the weekend. It is time to relax, it is time to just stop thinking about the world, and um, have some time for yourself. Yeah, it's just that simple. Uh, thank you, phone. And let's start... Everything is chiming in, wow, okay. But uh, let's take a look at what's, what's going on at LowBiasGaming.net. Uh, we have a new let's play from Jason. In fact, we have a lot of things from Jason. Uh, we have uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, which doesn't seem like the type of game that he would play, but Scarlet requested, I guess. Uh, eight new videos there. We have Dragon Quest 8 Journey of the Cursed King. Uh, Twelve new videos there. Yeah. Uh, Shovel Knight. Uh, three... no. Just one video, yeah, just one video, and also Minecraft. Uh, three new videos there. We have some guides as well. We have a manual for Final Fantasy uh, 4, Final Fantasy Origins. Um, uh, this is a guide, yeah. Uh, Game Boy Perfect and Dot Hack Outbreak, Dot Hack Quarantine. That's just naming a few things that are uh, that have been added. To the forum over at Low Bias Gaming. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on, I believe that's about it. Um, also Jason and I have been doing a little bit of um, Link to the Past Multi-World Randomizer, so that's available on uh, his YouTube I think. Um, expect some more at some point in the near future. That's pretty fun thing anyway you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 fm in halifax and it is time for some music Listen to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Hirokazu Ando, and it is the title theme of today's game from the archives. <music> Zip across checkerboard fairways high above the earth. Scan the course and check out the obstacles ahead. Get ready for the most surprising gameplay imaginable in Kirby's Battle Against King Dedede. This checkerboard challenge brings outrageous hazards and bizarre surfaces. Warp panels instantly transport you to your uh, to new and exciting challenges. Conveyor belts provide higher levels of adventure. Turntables take the action in a whole new direction. Gordo, Krakow, Wispy Woods, and a cast of zany characters await you. Gain special powers including Fireball, Freeze, Spark, and Parasol. Transform your enemies into stars revealing 8 hidden cups of each wildly different course control the force and angle of your shot and sink Kirby for a hole-in-one. Better your score or take on a friend in two-player action. Eight outlandish, outlandish courses take you to tougher and wackier levels of challenge. Select handicap settings to even the score. Defeat zany enemies using special powers and skills. And that is the long-winded back of the box for Kirby's Dream Course, which is a sports game for the Super Nintendo, developed by HAL Laboratory, published by Nintendo, and released in 1994. It is the first Kirby game to show up on the Super Nintendo, and it kind of shows. But they—they they were pretty imaginative for it. Uh, that's what—that's pretty much uh, HAL's entire story of. Kirby games in this era, they were trying all sorts of things and see what was good, what was maybe not as good, and just go with it. They still occasionally do it, but not as much as they did back then. Uh, Anyway, uh, if you are interested, I played this game uh, over the course of Kirby's All-Star Legend where I was playing every single Kirby game. Um, And there are three videos available on LowBiasGaming.net if you want to check that out. That was Star Pulse by Lunamoth and you're listening to Square Squarewave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. <laughs> And hey, welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. You're home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is time for the news of the weird. And uh, for this one, I have a guest along with me.
2: Hi, I'm Max. Nice to be back.
1: Good to have you back. Ready for some um, probably, probably strange and probably crazy news.
2: I've always been ready. I was actually (laughs) born ready. In fact, when I was born, I actually had the uh, URL for this website printed on me. Strange, but true.
1: That's very impressive. Your entire life was pointed toward this moment. It's
2: It's a a, a really weird birthmark, but it it works.
1: (laughs) All right. So as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. Uh, this segment, with a guest is usually about 15 to 17 minutes long or so, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, Crime Report Halloween Edition. Nathan Garisto, 26, of Largo, Florida, was arrested on October 19th on a domestic battery charge. The smoking gun reported that Garisto was, quote, "...heavily intoxicated while engaged in a verbal argument with his girlfriend," end quote, according to police. He refused to leave after his girlfriend asked him to, instead throwing quote a pumpkin and all insides of the pumpkin at the subject end quote. Urresto maintains he threw the pumpkin at the door, not at the girlfriend. He was released on bond and ordered to have no contact with the victim.
2: Man, that's kind of kind of trying to go Billy Corgan here, <laughs>
1: you
2: know, Smashing Pumpkins.
1: Smashing pum- pumpkins, indeed. I, I'm not really sure, like, the way that this is worded, did he throw the pumpkin and the inside separately?
2: Yeah, because they, they they specify the pumpkin, and then they specify the insides of the pumpkin. So it's almost like he scooped out the pumpkin and started throwing the insides like some, s- some savage. And then decided to huck the entire pumpkin. I guess. But now this dude's got to live with this for the rest of his, his natural born life, knowing that he, he picked up a pumpkin and threw it and the, all the insides at another human being.
1: Yeah, but like you said, man, smashing pumpkins, making a comeback.
2: Let's hope not.
1: <laughs> Our next story.
2: Okay, our next story is entitled Sweet Love. Oh, man. We're off to a good start. And, and we're even <laughs> That's better a start. Good name. Oh, this <laughs> is perfect. I love this. Uh, so Sugar Good, who's 49, manages a Dunkin' Donuts store in Edmond, Oklahoma, knew a good man when he saw one. Every morning at 7.15 as he collected his sausage, egg, and cheese croissant at her drive-thru. After a year of Friendly commercial exchanges, the New York Times reported, Good finally got up the nerve to hand John Thompson, 45, her business card along with his food and coffee. Two years later, on October 13th, Good and Thompson tied the knot at that at the place that brought them together, the Dunkin' drive-thru. We knew we wanted to share it with the Dunkin' family, Good said. She stood at her spot in the window, and Thompson drove up in his red truck where former pastor Colby Taylor was waiting for them. Taylor kept the ceremony short as other customers were lined up behind Thompson, but at the end, Good came outside, and Thompson got out of his truck for their first kiss as regulars. Uh, as, as regulars, friends, and family cheered them on. Our story wasn't glamour, Good said, but it was true romance.
1: Well, that's one good thing to come out of a Dunkin' Donuts.
2: Certainly not one of their muffins.
1: <laughs> that That is an amazing name, though. It's like, it's a perfect Good. It is the perfect name for someone who is working at a Dunkin' Donuts. it,
2: it is, but it, it it's something that sounds like it comes out of like a black exploitation film.
1: It does kinda, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, like sugar good. Of
1: course we're not Brown gonna make channel. any assumptions on who this person is. We have no picture to go by.
2: No, but it's it's it's, it's a pretty good name and it's very it it's very fitting. It's like when you have somebody named Grimm who's a coroner. <laughs> Like Pennsylvania, our coroner is Scott and Grimm, and it's just in, that
1: that perfect. is that is absolutely amazing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I love when a person's name lines up with their their work.
1: Mm, yeah, I'm I'm trying to. Hmm. I, I was trying to think of something clever there, but unfortunately, I think the moment has passed.
2: So uh, much much like a lot of uh, Scott Grimm's customers. Oh, so.
1: Let's go Uh, to our um, next story. Yes, let's do that. Bright idea. In Littleton, New Hampshire, a Hillsborough County grand jury filed indictments against Lisa Landon, uh, Lisa Landon, 33. In early October, the union leader reported Landon was scheduled in court for three different cases in November. Uh, in December 2019 involving drug possession and stalking. To avoid going to jail, Landon impersonated a prosecutor using the court's electronic system to file fake documents dropping the charges against her. The state forensic officer noticed last November that the charges were dropped and wondered if a scheduled competency evaluation on Landon should proceed, which tipped off court officials. While she was at it, Landon allegedly filed an order on behalf of a relative to halt guardianship proceedings involving Landon's child. Uh, she's been charged with one count of false impersonation and six counts of falsifying physical evidence.
2: Sheesh. That's, that is a lot, a lot of effort to go to avoid going to jail and failing miserably at it in yeah. the process.
1: That, that's, that's kind of the problem with doing this sort of thing. Any sort of f- fraud, really, is if you don't do everything absolutely perfectly, then they're going to find out eventually.
2: Don't do fraud. We are not endorsing that you do fraud.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like the, the idea of if you're, if you're going <laughs> to do something like bad, advice. do it right, <laughs> but don't do anything bad to begin with.
2: Instead I just said of... it. Lo- I, I like, yeah, I like the, the short little bit of advice you're giving. Like, if you're going to commit a crime, commit it correctly.
1: But in the first place, don't do anything bad to begin with.
2: Yes, don't don't commit crimes, and except when you you have to commit a crime and then do it correctly,
1: <laughs> which hopefully will never happen because we see how that goes.
2: You must defeat the Batman.
1: You must defeat the lawyers. In fact, cue the lawyers. Our next
2: story. The, yep, the next story is Cue the Lawyers. Nightmares really do come true. On October 24th, as Leonard Shoulders, 33, uh, waited at a bus stop in the Bronx, New York, the sidewalk beneath him gave way and he dropped into a decrepit basement full of rats, Fox News reported. Bystanders alerted authorities and Shoulders was rescued from the dark hole about 30 minutes later with injuries, including a broken arm, broken leg, and scraped face. New York's Department of Buildings said the basement beneath the sidewalk was poorly maintained and the build- building was closed until repairs could be made.
1: Huh. that
2: That's... Uh... How'd you like to be sitting and then next minute your leg's broken, your arm's broken, and you've got rats all over you?
1: Yeah, that, that's... Uh, mm, mm. That, that's quite the life-changing event and not for a good reason.
2: Becoming one of the Ninja Turtles.
1: I mean, I guess that's one way of seeing it, but you would have to be... At that point, you would have to be delusional to see it that way.
2: I must become one with the rats. They will teach me the ways of martial arts.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, so our next story, the meth made me do it. Oh, boy, this is uh, a good evening. Uh, Traffic slowed to a crawl and people got out of their cars on a busy roadway in Chongqing, China on October 17th, hoping to collect banknotes that were raining down from the sky. As it turned out, the money wasn't coming from heaven but from an unnamed 29 year old man man, those unnamed people are all over the place uh, who, who was tripping on methamphetamine in his 30 story high apartment overlooking the street. As he showered passers-by with money, police arrived and took him into custody, and he was uh, receiving treatment, according to the Guardian.
2: See, first of all, taking meth is very dangerous. Yeah. So don't don't take meth, especially don't take any kind of alter, mind-altering drug or any kind of you know any kind of altering drug when you're living that high up because. <laughs> Uh, uh, I have severe acrophobia and just thinking about that set, sets me shivering.
1: Yeah, that's not a pleasant thought, but um, at least he probably made a few people's day.
2: Made a lot of people's day, apparently. He was throwing money out. <laughs> this should have let him get rid of all the money first. Hopefully he
1: doesn't come to regret that.
2: I'm pretty sure they are definitely regretting it. this was October 17th so this is quite quite a few days ago. yes it's a couple weeks ago actually so I'm sure I'm sure he's very, very much regretting it.
1: Yeah well if 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 you, had, if you had just money lying around he probably has enough to just throw away. At least I hope so. Well
2: if you got money for meth, you got money to throw away.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. That's, that's money. That's not going toward drugs.
2: But yeah, don't, don't do drugs, especially don't do math. Yes. There's better drugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, marijuana is legal in Canada in several oh, states right. now.
2: Yeah. It's, it's medical marijuana is legal, uh, legal in my state, but, um, yeah, I don't know if it's legal in the next state that we're talking about because our next news story is simply titled Florida. And what more title do you really need for the state of Florida?
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially, a woman, I, especially when I'm seeing what my content catcher highlighted. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to be interesting.
2: A woman who would not leave a St. Petersburg, Florida mobile gas station was arrested for trespassing on October 14th, the smoking gun reported. But that's not the weird part. Melinda Lynn Guerrero, age 33, was also charged with providing a false name to law law enforcement after she repeatedly said her name is, My Butt Just Farted. Officers were familiar with Guerrero from a series of arrests over several years, and her last name is tattooed on her back, so they noted she may have been under the influence of alcohol or drugs.
1: I mean, if you can't come up with something better than My Butt Just Farted, probably.
2: Yeah, I, I'm betting her name was tattooed on her back just so that people could find her if she ever got lost.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I'm kind of reminded of um, this one random clip that someone pulled from one of cow's uh, videos. cow uh, being a Quebec-based Let's player who has been around for a long time. But... He was just saying, "My name is Farts," over and over again over the Super Mario Brothers theme,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which is a very how cow thing to do. He doesn't—he doesn't need to be under the influence of anything to to start with something like that. It—it's in that case, it was kind of hilarious.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But th- this one. Mm...
2: Yeah, just, this is a very Florida story.
1: It's a very Florida story, exactly.
2: <laughs> but nobody got maimed, or, you know, she was apparently on under the influence, so that at least makes up for it.
1: Yes. Ah, so here's a story about the continuing crisis. I'll give you one guess what it's about. <laughs>
2: um, or it's how, about
1: it, the how lack it starts of at the very
2: least. It's, it's about the lack of cats in my house.
1: I mean, that would be distressing as well, but this particular one is uh, at least talks about COVID 19, or at least starts that way. I haven't read well, the rest tell. of it. Do tell. So, sure, COVID 19 has been uh, tough on human beings, but don't discount the effect the virus has had on our aquatic friends. Take Miko, a three foot long grouper who lives at the Sea Life Helsinki Sea Lab Ocean Laboratory, where he had to be isolated because he kept eating his tank mates. Uh, When the aquarium closed because of the pandemic, Miko appeared depressed, becoming quote, more still and distant than usual, his caretakers told Live Science. To cheer him up, the caretakers and other staff had lunch and coffee breaks by his tank. Uh, They also had a TV to keep him company, but on October 12, Miko got the ultimate pick-me-up a 16th birthday party featuring a salmon cake. Aquarium representative said he enjoyed the party.
2: COVID's just wreaking havoc on everyone and everything. It's a shame.
1: It is, in ways that you don't expect, but at least at least this one fish got something good out of it.
2: Wear your
1: mask. Wear your mask, yes. Um... It, it is kind of a strange thought to have a birthday party for a fish but if ever, I don't know if, if, if I got it yeah go ahead if everyone was being safe about it and everyone enjoyed the, themselves and the fish enjoyed itself then there you go
2: yeah see it's good times for everybody yes. if I if I, I would Throw my cat a birthday party if she would actually give give a crap about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe, talking about you.
1: Maybe she would. Who knows? <laughs> she,
2: she wouldn't care. She she doesn't want the attention. Yeah. But you know who likes attention? Politicians. So let's talk about some with our next story: election snafu.
1: And before you tune away, this has nothing to do with the U.S. election.
2: I like I like what you did there, tuna <laughs> way. <laughs> oh. Oh. So See, we, we got we got some puns here. So, Unintentional
1: uh, ones, but yes.
2: Nikolai Lotev, aged 58, the incumbent mayor of Povalokino in Russia, asked the woman who cleans the city hall to add her name to the ballot as a formality. In order to comply with the regulation that elections must have two or more candidates. In a twist of fate, however, Marina Ugdovskaya received 62% of the vote compared to Luktev's 34% on September 28. I didn't think people would actually vote for me, Ugdowskaya said, according to the BBC. One village shopkeeper explained, If we could have voted against all, we would have done, but we had the option to vote for Marina, so we did. I think she'll cope. The whole village will help. Loktev is sporting a stiff upper lip. I'm not upset. People voted for her, so let her do her job.
1: That's kind of saying something. When someone who is only in the election in order to... in order to comply with regulations... wins wins the election... Uh, there is probably something wrong with that government.
2: Or it could be that the candidate is so terrible That they can't, they couldn't win an election against somebody who's very clearly not running. (laughs) It's like over here, we had a candidate win an election after, uh, one month after dying of COVID.
1: I heard about that. So what, what happens in that case?
2: Well, that, in that case, the party picks the next, then the person to succeed them.
1: Oh, okay. That, that's, uh, I wonder how many times this has happened in history. Probably not a uh, whole lot.
2: There have definitely been instances where somebody passes away and still wins an election. I yeah. don't know if it's been many, but it's definitely happened more than once.
1: For sure, yeah. That's... <clears throat> I'm trying to think of something to add to that, but I don't know that I really have anything.
2: I'm surprised that that hasn't shown up on on the weird stories yet.
1: Uh, the, there's plenty of other weird, and I think perhaps news of the weird is trying to steer away from the U.S. election.
2: <laughs> Can't imagine why.
1: I know, right? And we're, we're going to try to steer away from that as well, and move on to our next story about family values. <laughs> Uh, on October 8th, as an Advent health worker uh, checked visitors' temperatures at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, she noticed a woman removing something from the stroller she was pushing and place it in the bushes outside the entrance to the park. The woman then proceeded through the checkpoint and into the park. The witness alerted authorities who found a purse and inside a handgun. The woman, Marcia Temple of Georgia, returned to the spot and told the officer the purse was hers, but threw her six-year-old son under the bus. I had told my son to hold it for me and stand right here while I go get my brother. He put it back down. Uh, he put it down and messed with the plants, and I put them back. But I didn't know he put it down, and then, uh, and I didn't know he left it over here. Unfortunately for Temple, security cameras captured her planting the purse in the bushes, ClickOrlando.com reported. Orange County deputies said the firearm was fully loaded, and Temple did not have a concealed weapons permit for either Florida or Georgia. She was charged with carrying a concealed firearm.
2: That is an extra level of stupidity. Yeah. I mean, they've got cameras all over Disney. Why would you think for a moment that you found the one spot that's the, the blind spot for cameras there?
1: This flawless place. Let's just put it in the bushes right outside the entrance. No one will ever know.
2: It's not like there are a lot of people around there who could look and see what you're doing.
1: And I, now I've never been to Disney World. I'm, they, I'm sure they probably have metal detectors, don't they?
2: <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Which so, is probably why she put the the bag and the gun out there, because she knew that she'd get she'd get caught out.
1: What gives someone the idea to bring a gun to Disney World anyway? And let's not get too deep into this.
2: I honestly can't fathom it.
1: Yeah.
2: But what what makes me what gets me is. She has a six year old or supposedly has a six year old. So that six-year old's not gonna get to enjoy Disneyland because their mothers their mother's uh, kind of dumb.
1: A little bit yeah. and that, that does kind of suck. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up with our last story.
2: And that's gonna bring us to the least neighborly neighbor. Ryan Ferry and his wife moved into their Clearwater, Florida home. A lot of Florida stories.
1: <laughs> Three of them, apparently.
2: A lot, a lot going on in Florida lately. <laughs> we should, we should ask them if they're okay. Uh, moved into their Clearwater, Florida home with a great, with great expectations about living in a neighborhood they love. But the next door neighbor, Ken Nielsen, had other plans. He threatened to shoot me in the face numerous times. Ferry told WFLA. My wife can't go out back and sunbathe because he will pull up the chair and take pictures of her. The final straw came on October 24th when Ferry hung lights on his side of their shared fence for a birthday party that evening. Nielsen called police who asked Ferry to remove the lights, but he called 911 again telling the operator, I've got a ton of weapons, I've got hand grenades, I'll blow them out of the ground. Ferry can take comfort in the fact that it's not personal. Nielsen assaulted another neighbor in 2016 for power washing while he was trying to watch the Olympics.
1: I'm pretty sure there were some words taken out of that. Yeah, that's, uh... That's... Ned Flanders, you are not, sir.
2: That is... Certain people just should not be allowed to be within the company of other people. And that, that is one of those people.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh boy, that's... I don't know, maybe he was going for, uh, maybe he was doing a pull for Nielsen ratings. Oh. I'm sorry, that was terrible, I
2: realized that. That was really bad. You should feel bad about that one.
1: I never feel bad about puns. I may may occasionally apologize for them, but I have no remorse.
2: We will need an apology written uh, about uh, two pages worth. Double spaced.
1: I want to invoke the Canadian Apology Act, where where me apologizing for something does not imply any sort of guilt.
2: <laughs> I thought that that was I thought that was a, a, a natural trait because you're Canadian.
1: Yes, exactly, and that's why the Apology Act exists.
2: Well, you don't even need the act. It's just it's an inherited. Uh, if if it was D and D, it'd be a racial trait. <laughs> because you, you already all you have to do is say sorry and there you go it's 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 forgiven
1: all right so uh, that's gonna about do it for the news of the weird and this actually ran for a little while longer than i thought it would uh so yeah you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu or 88.1 fm halifax and let's get to some music shall we was chrysterious with oh wait Halloween was yesterday and you're listening to square wave symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax and welcome back to square wave symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax and it is time for gaming next month or technically this month because I missed last week but yes it is time to take a look at the games that are coming out for, uh, November of 2020 and oh boy is there ever a list. Um, let's get the big ones out of the way first regardless of date. Xbox Series S. Xbox Xbox Series X is coming out November 10th. So that's, um, very long list there. I'm not, I'm not gonna go over every single game that's coming out on release day, but there are a lot of them. Trust me, and just to make this, this list even longer, the PlayStation 5 is coming out on November 12th, and I'm not going to go through every single game on this list for the PlayStation 5's release day. There's a lot of them. Let's just get over the um, list of games that are not specifically coming out on release days for, the, for any system. Starting with November 3rd, Faria, PlayStation 4, uh, and Jurassic World Evolution coming out uh, for the Switch uh, as well on November 3rd. November 5th we have Breath Edge for the PC as well as Yestermar for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, uh, November 6th, we have Dirt 5 for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and Paw Patrol uh, Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay for those same systems, and finally Tropico, Switch, uh, Su- Tropico 6 for the Switch. There we go. November 10th, we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, coming out for Xbox Series X and S. PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. We have uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light uh, coming out for the Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Fuser coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, Gears Tactics is also coming out for Xbox One. Liftoff Drone Racing for PS4 and Xbox One. Planet Coaster, Console Edition for Xbox Series. PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected for Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC. Uh PC. Balconeer for Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC. Uh, Thirteen is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And Yakuza Dragon for Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And I think that's every game that's not coming out as a release exclusive for the Xbox Series. November twelfth. Also, a huge list. Uh, Bug Snacks, PS5, PS4, and PC. Um, Esports Life Tycoon for PS4 and Xbox One. Just Dance 2021, the first Just Dance game not to come out for the Switch. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles, Miles Morales for PS5 and PS4. And uh, Sackboy Big Adventure, PS5 and PS4. Pathless. For PS5, PS4, PC, and iOS. Uh, and that's it for November 12th. Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Um, November 19th, we have Monster Truck Championship for the Switch. Star Renegades for Xbox One and Switch. November twentieth, we have Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity for the Switch and Katamari Damacy uh, Reroll coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, November twenty third, uh, World of Warcraft: Shadowlands, uh, the the expansion for the long running series, coming out for the PC. Football Manager is coming out on PS4, uh, sorry, not PS4 and PC on November twenty fourth. Uh, Just Dance 2021 is coming out for PS5 and Xbox Series on November 24th as well. On November 25th, we have Star Renegades and Bigger both coming out for the PS4. And once again, a huge list of new releases for the Xbox Series and the PS5. You can go check that out on GameInformer.com slash 2020 as well as an updated list of all the games that are coming out uh, for these uh, systems. Uh, this list is constantly updated, so there might be some games showing up on there that I haven't listed yet. Anyway, uh, we'll be back to this list one more time uh, in about four weeks or so, three, four weeks, something like that. Let's get to some music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FML. horror by peg mode and here comes uh, Gensou sekai no asunotsu or astronauts in the fantasy world by scenario z and you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 fm Halifax. So that's going to about do it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Axe Immortal for uh, being on the show and participating. Uh, Much appreciated, especially since we're kind of doing this last minute. Um, So yeah, let's finish things off the way that we usually do. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Park of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, NewsOfTheWeird.com. Gaming Next Month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. Segment Music composed by myself, Manama Namiki, Nuri Kikemikora, Twilight of Defects, Sean Daly, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm and press start to continue at 830 comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on a show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M You can also leave feedback on ckdu.ca, click on Shows, find Square Wave Symphony and click on Leave Feedback There's also a podcast version of this show, it's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave is one word on Apple Podcasts, Google Play or TuneIn Radio or most of the podcatchers out there this has been square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 FM halifax i'm coolio if you don't know along with X, and i'll see you guys next time